We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Notre Dame fans, welcome to another edition of the Irish Breakdown Podcast. It is actually still Saturday night. I know. Notre I know. Dame with a 31-16 to home victory over the Southern Cal Trojans. I'll be right that That down. is now four wins overall in the series. Seven Brian out of ten. Kelly is now eight and three against USC, and that is five straight at home. So, uh, Notre Dame uh, ended a bit of a jinx, I think, tonight in 2011. The Irish introduced the gold helmets the way that they are now for the first time and lost. Tonight, they introduced a really cool light show before the game. It was actually game, pretty sweet, I will admit. They didn't lose this time. That, they got the, the job done. And, they did the light show a couple different times. Yeah. Uh, and it was pretty cool. You know, they finally kind of s- stepped right. into the 21st century with LED right. lights. I, I, I kind of dug it. Vince, there's a lot of things the good that we're going to talk about this, some things we didn't like about this. But at the end of the day, this was a game that Notre Dame controlled for 60 minutes. There was like a little bit of time in the fourth quarter where USC kind of made it a little bit interesting. But Notre Dame responded right back offensively and with the offense. Right. Yeah. And then the defense puts it away with the strip sack from Isaiah Foskey. And they brought six on yeah, that play. Yeah. Six. Yeah. And we'll Loved trust it. me. We're going to talk it. about that. But this was a good win, Vince, and, yeah. and there's a lot to clean up. I think big picture, was this a coming out party for Notre Dame? And like, no, they're going to – no. But it was, in my opinion, a step in the right direction. So, to me, that was my big takeaway. It was not always pretty. They got the job done. They're, some of their dudes played like dudes when they needed them to. We saw some adjustments offensively. We saw right. some That's, big plays yeah. defensively. Uh, we saw we we saw Notre Dame come out and and they were just a better team today. They were the more well, that, poised yeah. team as well. Yeah, as oh, well, that wasn't hard to do. But um, <laughs> it was uh, been really bad if they weren't. Yeah, my my big takeaway is that they actually did some self-scouting over the bye week. And it was obvious that they did Mm -hmm. that. And I I made a joke on the message board that their self-scouting was listening to our podcast, um, which obviously, I mean, just saying, 
Uh, but you know, they did almost everything that we've been asking for, which <laughs> mind blowing, which we'll I mean, get into when we talk I, about the offense. I, I didn't mention anybody in particular. Okay. <laughs> I'm just saying that's my big takeaway is that they actually adjusted in the, in during the buy. And that was, that was huge to me. That was huge to me because I was not anticipating it. So big win. I mean, it's again, a huge win. It, it is your win. rival and you have. Right. No other even semi-rivalries on your schedule. And I don't care what anybody says about Stanford. They're not your rival, right? You can't have Navy. a rivalry with a tree. So Navy's, you're not. Navy's more of a traditional game. That, as yeah, that's not a rivalry, rivalry, though. There's like a mutual respect. You're, you're Absolutely. Yes, no this question. was a rivalry game, Vince. And it was a game that, that Notre Dame showed the recruits in the stands. They yeah. showed recruits that weren't there that are looking at both schools that, hey, the gap between us and USC, again, I'm looking at this from the Notre Dame standpoint, the gap right. between USC right and us right now is monumental. And, yeah, you can go there with a new coach and turn things around, and eventually maybe by your senior year you might be good, or you can come here and help us compete for a championship right away. That, right. That's Agreed. the selling point, and that's a great takeaway from the game. Uh, I thought the environment, from what I could tell on TV, Vince, was great. The, I mean, it the tailgating great. situation today was great. I mean, not just yeah. ours. Our, we had a great tailgate. Ours was good, though. People come out. A lot of fun, uh, but just everywhere. There just was a lot of energy on the campus today, I felt. Agreed. I thought the crowd was good today. From what I could tell, Vince, you would know you were you were in the stadium. You would be able to I, tell better than I was. It's a great I, I tried to mention it on the message board a couple times. Um, I, I thought that the – I was nervous at first because it took a minute for the stands to fill up. Uh, they were not full at kickoff, but about five minutes into the game, it was full. And the the crowd was good. And when the video board told people to get loud, they got loud. I mean, it was for a Notre Dame crowd. I thought it was pretty good. Um, And again, I dug the light show. They did a light show before the game started. They did one uh, between the third and fourth quarter uh, during the 1812 overture. And then afterwards, um, I I actually it was nice to see Notre Dame do something fun for the fans, uh, which we haven't really seen, to be perfectly honest with you. So. Uh, Brian Kelly kind of made a joke about it. He he said, uh, I was just happy the lights came back on after they went off, which I, I actually look, we've talked about Brian Every Kelly's football sense coach of humor. in the country. Right. Is feeling the same way. That's yeah. a good Brian Kelly joke. And that was a good Brian Kelly joke. Because like, there's some truth to it. Yeah. That's the thing. There's some truth yeah. to it. Absolutely. And it was <laughs> and it was actually you you have to tell the football coach that you're gonna do something like that. Correct. I mean I guarantee oh, you Brian Kelly's at least given some kind of note and you're like, oh God. Yeah, right. And oh. it was like it was a mic drop moment for Brian yeah. Kelly because he said it as he was walking off the podium yeah. at the end of his press conference. Yeah, cuz so. that's more of a just off the cuff as opposed to his planned. But hey, Vince, <laughs> here's the deal though. USC victory, 31-16 another yeah, let's roll. Uh, another win over USC and we're going to we're going to get into the Love offense it. and defensive performance. Let's get a couple super chats here. B Please. place. Back to BF duties, watching the movie Dune. Uh, that's a, I saw the previews for that today. High tempo is Jack Cohn's home. Defensive line looked great. My prediction was 35-10, go Irish. Yes, it was a it was a good day in that regards. We got a couple more super chats here. Hit them. Let's get to it. My oh wow, we got even more than I thought we did. Here we go. Let's get to it. Alex Udell, false start or not? BK should have let Diggs run into the end zone and let that kid get in the end zone. Should have put another seven on your rival. I, I really wanted him to score at the end. I really yeah. did. And I thought that they were almost going to accidentally score after Buckner got into the three yard line. Uh, but then the false start just kind of killed all hope yeah. that that was going to happen. I, I get it, but you got the ball at two forty five left. Put that thing in the end zone. Yeah, 
Right. It wasn't like you got it with like 57 seconds And I left. honestly did not have a problem with them running the ball because they were running the ball aggressively. I mean, yeah, you don't run reverse. Or, yeah, yeah right. put it in. I, put it I in. was fine with it, but man, I wish they would have punched it in. Yeah, been- Donnell Alfano with a super chat. Thank you for that. And thank you, Alex, as well for yours. But Donnell, thank you for yours. Bro eligible, <laughs> go Irish. They are. They're they are. Bro They're eligible. Cool. You're right. Yep. Uh, Patrick Barnes, Vincent Bryan, you guys have been calling for Reese to run an up-tempo spread offense with Cone all season. They finally did it, and the offense looked like it had rhythm for the first time all season. I would disagree it was first time all season. I think it was the first time since the Florida State game that we saw that. Well, and I think it was the first time as a concerted effort right. throughout. You know right. what I mean? It's like clearly it part of the, the thing. Part, anyway. yeah. And we'll, yeah. we'll get into that here in a second, but I want to uh, – yeah. Uh, I'm going to I'm going to think this is either Celtic chase or Celtic chase. I'm going to assume it's Celtic because I'm just, you know, I'm assuming. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, why did so Slovis sit back patiently early on going through progressions against our pass rush early? Didn't see much special attention given to London. Yeah, I agree with that. I agree with that. it. Was, it was kind of strange. Now, they made an adjustment in the second half and London caught what? Two passes. Until yeah, that that's final right. drive, he caught mm-hmm. he caught a couple ones on like that. But I mean, for the third quarter, they completely shut him down. He right. He finally got going with that deep ball uh, where he beat Clarence Lewis. But we'll go over that game plan here um, as we get into the defensive part. But yes, I early on I didn't like it, and I think part of it was because Kyle Camelton got hurt early, mm-hmm. and I think that was the game plan was to kind of high low him. We'll get into a couple of those things early, but. Uh, thank you for the super chat. But, yeah, I want to remember this one uh, when we get to the defensive part. Uh, Vince, if you could just make a quick note of of Celtic Chase's comment there, and then we'll kind of dive into it. And then Cameron T with a super chat. Thank you, Cameron. Just wanted to say, being from Utah, growing up as a Notre Dame fan, it's cool to find an Irish community to talk and listen to. Appreciate everything y'all do. Go Irish. Love it. Um, so I'm curious, are you the person from Utah that was at the tailgate today? Or do we have two people from Utah listening <laughs> to the show? I'm very curious about that. Uh, but thank you for the the Soup Chat, yes. Cameron. And thank you thank very, you. very much. <clears throat> we had people from Canada stopping by the show today. Kentucky. Uh, Kentucky, Utah, uh, Florida. We had a uh, Just Ordinary Joe showed up today. Love right, it. Rocking the Love Gap it. Closer shirt. Had the IB hat on. Had another Irish Breakdown shirt underneath. I could have talked to Joe for it hours. We were having a it great time. Great. We had a, a family uh, from Arkansas. Wife, yes. husband. They were awesome. Two youngins. It was great. They were awesome. Yep. yep. I love they were guys. a lot of fun. So we had a lot of fun there. Uh, Jim McCarthy says, thanks, guys. What did they do defensively to adjust to London? We will definitely definitely get into that because there was a lot of that jp jp Bulesfield with a five dollar super chat thank you for that jp john harlow did kelly promise buckner playing time as a freshman he seems eager to play him even when cone <laughs> is rolling uh sort of but not really it's just about tyler buckner's really dynamic yeah it's hard to and keep i ball. actually yeah. liked the way they used him in Me the too. first half i they, did too but cone clearly knew that buckner was going to go in yes. it was clearly communicated because after that play he ran right off the field it was clearly communicated. He knew that it was going to be two plays. They threw twice with Buckner. First one was an RPO. And then uh, second time, uh, next play, they ran like all verts. The, with the second half, when they brought him in for two plays, I did not like it. Did not like that. But the I did first not like half, that. That, was right. off the, that was off the script. They were sure. on the script in the first half. Right, right, uh, right, right. But yes, Vince, I, I agree. I, I, I kind of like that. But yeah, they did promise him to a degree that he was going to chance. But honestly, We've said this. Look, Tyler Buckner's too good to be sitting on the sidelines. You just Agreed. have to use him correctly. And when they did put him in in the red zone at times, I said, I okay, that's that. that's where I love you need that. to be. That's where you I need have to no be. problem with that whatsoever. 
Because that opened, it opened John, up lanes for Williams. Yeah, and and also, John, thank you very much for that super chat. I pre- appreciate that very, very much. Felix yes. Fournier, watching Notre Dame football felt like watching Notre Dame football for the first time this season. Go Irish. That is a great <laughs> comment because there were things that, you know, they got to clean up and they didn't do this and they didn't do that. But yeah, they were they were more physical than USC. Yeah, they were they were they were the most disciplined. Part. I mean, they made mistakes execution wise, but like like Jarrett Patterson gets pushed by the USC guy, doesn't hit him back. <laughs> uh, you know, Kyron Williams didn't even know that the guy shoved him. Like he was so oblivious to the, the USC guy that he didn't even realize that. But yeah, it was they, they it looked like a Notre Dame football team. No question about it. Oh, Grim, I was I'm I'm yeah. very happy the offense proved me wrong tonight. I I agree. I agree. So that is it for the super chat so far. Thank you, everybody, Boom. just being part of it, Vince. Let's dive into this breakdown, Vince. And I want to start okay. with the offense. And you kind of alluded to it at the beginning. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. All right, here we go. Please push the tempo. Check. Check. Run RPOs. Check. I'm going to break so down this game. Too. I'm going to so break this obvious. game down for the, from, from the stats. I guarantee they had, that he completed at least 10 of his passes in this game were RPOs. And it was they were legit RP, like yes. legit ride yes. and read and yes. pull and throw. Like yes. legit RPOs. And, and it, had USC and, and it wasn't balance. RPOs yep. where he needed to run, right? right. It was it was a legit, right. I mean, they're gonna hand it off yep. or I'm gonna throw it. And quick outs. It's great. Uh, get get Kyron Williams involved in the pass game. Check. 
Uh, reverse engineer your offense. Use your passing game and use tempo to set up your run. Check, first half, check. Second half, minus. Uh, mm-hmm. But, you know, spread the ball around. Just t- Jack Cone, get the reach. Just get the ball out quickly. Empty, just empty out the backfield. I mean, all the stuff we've been talking about, Vince, all year was a check, 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 mm-hmm. check until I think it was a Brian Kelly saying, hey, we got a lead. Let's because that's what Brian Kelly does. He always down exactly what we saw in 2019. Yeah. They got a big lead and they went away from what got them there. And it happened different offensive coordinator. We've seen it in, right. we saw it in 2015. Same thing. And, you know, to me, that's just Brian Kelly saying, hey, you know, let's let's not take any chances. Let's run the ball. And it allowed USC to get back in the game instead of saying, "Okay, 24-3, let's put this sucker away. Right. You know, and that's that's kind of what I would rather seen. But that's a BK thing, not a Tommy Reese thing. I thought the part that Tommy Reese did was very good. My my one beef in the first half was after the interception, the Bo Bauer interception, they went right to 13 personnel and they were terrible out of 13 personnel the whole game. The terrible. First but they were really the, good out of yeah, 11 personnel. The first at touchdown, the goal they went they went 13-13, got nothing, nothing, and they went 11 and throw a touchdown pass. And it was out of the bunch, which I really yeah. – I, I like them out of the bunch because yeah. there's a lot of things you can do out of that, especially yeah. with Michael Mayer at the tip, well, as the tip of the spear. I like that. Yeah, talking about being – which, well, you mean I mean, being in the boundary? Uh, I don't remember what side they were on, but it was you know a set of three. It was a bunch, uh-huh. and they had Michael Mayer up at the, at the front of it. And then, okay, and they had two you're talking about the bunch stuff. It. What yeah, I yeah, liked yeah. is when they put Mayer backside and they had gotcha. trips to the field. Is right, what, okay. I liked that too. But again, well, we're talking about – but this thing, Bill Vince, we're talking about two completely yes. different things when you're using your personnel. <laughs> right. and, and they, mo- they moved Kevin, Kevin Austin around. Well, it was a, he got uh, open several times. He dropped some balls. but you know, He on did, but, down, they, but they moved yes, him. I like he wasn't it. just in the boundary Greg all the Jeff time. Sweet went for 14 yards. Yeah. Ooh. Right. I mean, it just, and then that they, set up some jet yeah. sweep action later where they didn't hand off, but now USC had to respect it and it opened up the run game. So right. a lot, a lot that I liked, I, again, I didn't love the fact that they went away from it in the second half. That's what I did not like about right. this game. Because they, they downshifted. They did. Yeah. They yeah. did. They did. Uh, J- Josh Phillips has a super chat. He says, I'm happy with offensive scheme going up tempo spread with cone as I've been screaming for weeks, but defense was let down we all have. in this game. <laughs> I'm going to disagree with that. And we'll get into that when we get to the defensive part. And then we have a super chat from TJ. Thank, Thank you. Thank you, my friend. So, uh, also got one from uh, Christ Built 1218 with a super chat. Thank you very, very much for that. Feels good to be Irish, especially when we can mop USC all over the field. Much love from Hawaii guys. Appreciate oh, nice. all you guys do for the Irish community. Go Irish. So it's probably the sun's probably still shining for you, isn't it? I, I would think, think it so. Is. Aloha. That, I I'm jealous. Yes, I'm jealous. So uh, it does feel good to, to be Irish today, Vince. But um, I, I think what I what 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 I hope that we see from this game is I hope that this game is is the launching point for what's going to come next. And in this is this is the first time all year, and it was hinted about a couple times, Vince. This is the first time all year it felt like the Notre Dame coaching staff on offense said, okay, this is who we are. Mm-hmm. This is who we are. And they went away from the run game being the foundation, and it was about quick game, pass, screen. And what happened? Kyron Williams has his most productive running game of the season. Yeah, yeah, yeah he it's did. It's not a coincidence. I mean, he- 
Right. He was fantastic today. I mean, he ran the ball with some authority. I mean, 25 carries for 138 yards, five and a half, you know, yards per carry, two touchdowns. I mean, he, he did a great job. I, yeah. I was I was very impressed with Kyron, and yeah. they just kept feeding him. Um, and yeah, Brian Kelly said something about that in his post-game press conference. And he's like, look, we could tell all week that this is going to be a Kyron game. Yeah. Like, but that's well, great. And, and that they means- did such a good job of getting him the ball in different ways. I agree. Uh, I mean, he had six catches. And, yeah, even like catches. on the third and long. I mean, what the that was Jack awesome. Cohen would be like, okay, we're running four verts. Mm-hmm. And it Cleared was everything seven, out. It's third and 15. They ran four verts and they released Kyron on an arrow route. Right. USC linebackers turned their backs, ran underneath the verts, and so Jack just said, "Get it to my stud." Easy, right? Easy. Um, and he made a couple. Pl- you know, he yeah. made some moves. His obviously, stiff but arm was absolutely on point tonight. Oh, it was great. I mean, how many times did he knock off uh, uh, Isaac Taylor Stewart's helmet with a stiff mm-hmm. arm? And, and, and I'll t- so let's talk about the offensive line. Now we're talking kind of talk about Kyron. We'll get back to the pass game. Okay. But I, I think we need to talk about the offensive line right now with Please. this conversation with Kyron as well. Um, John Kiever says, thanks for the I for the hat. Go IB, huh. go Irish. He stopped by with his wife today. So I appreciate that. John Nestor, awesome. super chat. Appreciate that very, very, very much. And Neil Walker with a super chat. Anybody check the rivalry trophy case for dust? Because it has been sitting there now for five years. So yeah, <laughs> it may be a little dusty now. Um, well, and they no, have the original too. No, Notre Dame has the original yeah. that they retired in 97. Yeah. So I love that. So here's my thoughts on the offensive line. It was not a great performance in a traditional Notre Dame sense. They did not blow USC off the ball. Although there was a third and six on one, I think it was a score. I think it was a the third quarter scoring drive. It was a third and six. I think they were in the red zone, and they ran for five yards on a play where they just like bullied USC off the ball, and then it got to fourth and one, and then they ran a quarterback sneak. And sneak. Got but it. but here's yeah. the thing. They've they have rarely in the past just lined up and gone with a QB sneak just yeah. instantly like that. Yeah, and they and did it twice tonight. And got I loved it, both it. times. I loved it. And but look, that requires Cole, a put. I mean, that requires. It, I mean, it and, does. and again, but they didn't. If you look at that first, they didn't get a push on that fourth and one. Right. They didn't but, get a push on a lot of Kyron's runs. They got almost no movement. I would say probably on ninety five percent of the runs. But but here's the thing. I'm not going negative. Here's the thing. Here's what they did. They got a body on a body, and they stayed engaged. Here's a perfect example. There was an inside zone play. I think it was it was to the left. Josh Lug gets beat inside. and But what he did was he stayed on the guy, and then he put the guy down. The guy reaches out from Kyron, and Kyron spins off of him and then runs for 12 yards. Was that a good play by Lug? Am I putting check on it if I'm grading him? No, it was a minus. But he – but he stayed engaged. He kept he a did. body on a body. I mean, there were times where Kyron would just kind of sit back there and be like, yeah, there's nothing, and he'd bounce it. But when he was doing that two, three, four games ago, dudes were getting off blocks, and they were getting to him for two-yard gains or two-yard losses. They kept a body on a body. The left side of the line was really good. That was the yeah. one part of the line that was really good. Absolutely agree. Yeah. They had, but- they had room to run on the left side. All but I was long. impressed by this group's compete level tonight. Again, not great movement. I mean, it wasn't, if you compare it to the great games from last year, it wasn't like that vintage Notre Dame. But Vince, we've said all year, if you just play solid football, give me effort, keep it, and just get a body on a body, 
you've got stud backs are going to be able to do something with it. And that's exactly what we saw tonight. Pass pro Vince, I thought was good, except for the one sack they gave up. They dropped yep. eight in a three-man rush guy. It was partly a covered <sighs> sack, but also partly – uh, just it was also partly that there was only four guys blocking those three because Kane Madden was doing one of these and right. not blocking anybody, right. which, which was super frustrating. Right. He had a rough like, night, I thought. He had a rough, yeah, had a rough night. night. And and Lug didn't have a great night. Okay, yeah, But I, he battled. That's he battled. I, I yeah. give him that. He battled, but he still – He struggled uh, at times that, were, that was obvious to me. Uh, I thought Kane struggled tonight in the run game. He – uh, there was one play, and I can't remember which one it was, but he he didn't even touch the guy, and it, it ended up being a tackle for loss. Mm-hmm. Um, it just he he struggles, man. And look, I am ecstatic that they made changes on the left side. Ecstatic. I, I, I was the mm-hmm. right call. It was the right move. I thought they yeah. did a good job. They need to yeah. analyze the right side. Right. You need to analyze the right side. I'm sorry, right guard isn't getting it done. Right. I if I'm only allowed to replace one of those guys, it's going to be the right guard. Sure. And I'll I'll live with 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 Lug as a tryhard. That's fine, mm-hmm. but right guard is still killing them. Yeah. And I, I'm trying not to be negative, but yeah. it's so obvious because the left side was really good yeah. for them. And, they were and good. I, I thought like there was there was one particular block. I think it was the 38 yard run. Okay, where Kristoffic and 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 Patterson engage. They don't get great movement, but they stayed on the combo long enough to let Kyron get past the first guy. And then Jarrett comes off to get to the linebacker and he gets enough of a body where the guy can't get to Kyron. It was like, okay, that's the kind of timing. And, you know, I thought, I thought it was, there was one time where Jarrett got beat uh, up the field, but Joe Alt got a real nice seal and Kyron was able to bounce out. So if the, if you get that seal, cause you know what I, what I noticed and I'm going to have to go back and watch it again, Vince, because what I didn't see tonight as much of is when they're running zone, I didn't see as much of this, like turning at a 45. Right. Which the, that's that allowed Kyron to keep bouncing it. Yeah. Because before they were turning, and then when you bounce, you're just bouncing right into the guys. Bouncing and into somebody. The block. Yeah. I'm going to have to go back and watch that again. I don't know if they were running inside zone they're, or if they were running mid zone all night, because on mid zone, you're going to keep more of a square base. Right. There were so a couple times and, and see that. that the ends were flying upfield and the tackles just took them. Yeah, and that's okay. Perfect. You, if it's an inside perfect. run, you can do that because yeah, they're taking perfect. themselves out of the he's play. Bounce no right underneath it. Exactly. 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 And I have no problem with that. You know, because exactly. they're at least getting a body on them, which right. was not the case the first few games of the season. Yeah. So we'll take. So overall, can. Vince. I mean, if they can replicate this offensive line performance at four of those five spots the rest of the year, I mean, but even then, even with the right guard not playing great. The other guys were at least solid enough to good sure. enough to where sure. they were able to get the job done. And yeah, no, I agree with uh, that. Third down was good. Uh, the only time they didn't do well in third down was more of an execution thing or a drop pass or things like that. But overall, I, I was yeah, they were pleased. eight to twelve. I was yeah. pleased with the effort and, and the overall execution we saw from the offensive line. And, and yeah. again, if that that to me is the biggest take. If we can just and it's now two games in a row, mm-hmm. two games in a row, we've seen that. Yeah, yeah. If that I, can continue. Yeah. This offense is going to just keep getting better and better and better. There were only a handful of times, because I was trying to pay attention more to the outside. That's what I do when I'm mm-hmm. live at the game, right? I'm trying to look at the big picture. Uh, there were only a handful of times where the offensive line stuck out to me in a negative way. Mm-hmm. And that is that is a, a big-time improvement from where we were 
uh, at the beginning of the season, a huge improvement. And so they were actually able to run the offense with the offensive line. Right. That's huge. All we asked for was an average offensive line. They're knocking on that door right now. Okay. They're knocking on that door. And I, And I realize that, you know, there's these defenses aren't as good moving forward. I don't care. I I don't care. The offense still needs to do what they need to do. And it starts up front. Right. Got a quick super chat. Uh, I want to recognize Tyrell Wilson. We held a good USC offense to half of the 32 point season average and still fans criticize the defense. Oh, by the way, Mm -hmm. the man who's going to blanket their best receiver missed most of the game. Tyrell, we will get to this. But by the time we we get to the defense, your super chat's going to be gone. (laughs) <laughs> so I wanted to recognize it and, and tell you Appreciate thank you for that. Well. But we're definitely going to talk about that because I was—I'll be honest—I'm a little—I'm a little surprised by some of the strong reaction of the defense, but also yeah. in some ways I'm also some. It's sort of understand some of the things, um, but yeah, we'll get into that. This is a good segue right here. John Rich's comment says it looked like Mayer's best blocking night of the year. A couple things about Michael Mayer: I thought he was a really big key early to the offense getting going. He was really sharp with his routes, Vince, and he did two nice things. On the option routes, he was really sticking that inside and whipping his head around mm-hmm. quick, which allowed Cone to hit him fast. Hit him in stride. Which helped him, yeah, right, and which helped him move the chains. And then he did a great job on that seam throw from Tyler Buckner. He did a great job of cutting across the face of the safety. So, like, he could have kept going vertically and kind of run through the safety. But instead, he saw he that the linebacker yeah. was staying cut, and he cut right in front of him. So then when Buckner threw it, he was allowed to then seal off the safety. Great route. And to John's point, and thank you for the super chat, John, I'll have to, I wrote in my game observation, I'm going to have to break down the film to get like a play-by-play view. But when I saw Michael Mayer blocking tonight, he I thought he blocked well. Mm-hmm. I did. I, I mean, I had three times I have notes, 87 check block on the, you know what I mean? Like there were, I, I thought he blocked well from what I saw. And I have to go watch the film and all that, but I was impressed with the, with the performance of Michael Mayer when he wasn't making a ton of big plays in the pass game. You meaning big plays, meaning like down the field, he had you know, decent numbers, but he wasn't blowing it up, but he still made other contributions. There was one, two, I thought Cone made two big misses in this game. And I thought overall Jack played a really good game. But the first one was he underthrew Lorenzo Styles. He Lorenzo smoked that dude off the ball. And Jack underthrew him. He tried to back shoulder it instead of leading him. And then he he had good ball placement on the throw, like from a from an angle standpoint to Michael Mayer that got broken up in the end zone, but it needs about, about two feet higher. But it but it was underthrown. It hit the guy in the but back of the he helmet. He needed he needed to underthrow it. From the standpoint of he couldn't lead him because there was a safety coming over. But where he put it, he put it right here. It needs to be about two feet higher. So, like, where the ball went from a, where it was on the field was was appropriate. He just needs to, instead of throwing it to where Mayer tries to catch it here, Vince, he's got to throw it to where Mayer catches it. Right. Because right. if you throw it to where Mayer catches it here, it's, That's a, it's touchdown. a touchdown. Right? I, agree, I agree with it's you. Because, because the, the defender hadn't turned around. Right. I mean, it hit him in the back of the right. helmet. And Mayer was trying to go right. over the top. Gave and a great it. effort. Yeah, yeah. If it's got to get that about two yeah, feet I higher, agree. like the I angle was that. correct, but it's just got to be higher. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah. Uh, Kevin Austin misplayed two back shoulders. And, and I want to get into those here real quick, too. So Kevin did some nice things, had a great catch of a low ball in the second he half. He was blo- I catch. thought he blocked really well. Uh, I thought Kevin, was, this was his best blocking game of the season that I saw from Kevin Austin. The, the issue is, however, he just he doesn't compete for the ball the way he needs to and the way we've seen him do it in the past, Vince. I've seen him do it the in practice, The first too. back shoulder on the first drive was, I mean, that was one of the worst plays of a back shoulder i've ever seen like he didn't even turn he just try, kind of tried to go like this you got to turn and, and and i mean that should have been an easy catch and there's a lot of people that have said and we've seen it there was somebody that had it in a in, a, in the chat they talked about how cone misplaced this the interception and and i disagree vince i want you to to go watch this play on or if you maybe you watch it then but if you go watch it Austin gets off the ball, and when Jack is like about to release the ball, uh, Chris Steele jams Kevin Austin, and he stops and hops, and kind of his momentum completely stalled out. If he kept running the way he was when Cone releases the ball, it's a back shoulder perfectly thrown. Mm-hmm. But when he got jammed, so basically like he was here, which allowed the ball to be here and Steele to do it, right? And that's where he was when the ball was snapped, when the ball was got there. But the way he released, if he runs the route correctly, he's here. And instead of it being here, it's here. And at worst, it's a pass breakup. It's not a pick. Uh, that, to me, was on Austin. And I know a lot of people say, oh, it's on Cone. But if you go back and watch that route, watch that moment where Steele collisions him. And I think Cone's like right about here at that time. Kevin's got to play that better. He's got to physically battle yeah, and, and he didn't get his arms up for that either, uh, which allowed Steele to get it and then bring it into his chest. If he doesn't bring it into his chest, then the 50-50 ball goes to Notre Dame. I right. mean, it, it, you know what I mean? But right. the fact that he didn't get his arms up allowed the ball to get all the way into Steele's chest, even though Kevin had his hands on it, mm-hmm. um, which obviously gave him the interception. So. Right. Uh, yeah, not, not and there great some people that said it was a questionable call. We saw that from Jackson Everett. And, and by rule, I understand it being a questionable call. The, the rule is if it's a tie, it goes to the receiver. But I didn't really feel like it was a tie. Yeah. Because I thought the ball was in Chris Steele's chest. That, and that's and what I'm talking was, about. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So we got a couple more super chats real quick. Brian. Um, yeah, Josh, Josh Phillips was kind of thank you for that super chat josh but he was talking about the same thing the double possession that's what oh, we were just yeah. talking about josh uh and, and we just we both felt because vince and i talked about this before the show i asked him his opinion on it we both felt like 
it was a proper call. I didn't think yeah. it was a tie. I thought Steele had kind of had the ball, but the refer the guy on the on NBC Vince, you couldn't hear it. He was saying that that shouldn't matter. Hmm. That if it's you know, I just kind of felt like it, I didn't. It feel looked like, like he had more possession. I didn't think it was Kevin. a double possession. I thought, right. yeah. So that that's that. And then we have super chat from John A. One. Yep. If I'm a grad transfer, I'm picking Notre Dame. They'll play you all twelve games, no matter how good the play is <laughs> or how bad the play is. That's a great point, John. That's a great, great point. Oh, um, God, I love yeah, that. So th- those are the two super chats we got. And then TJ0311 oh. had another two dollar super chat. Sorry, Vince. Yeah, we were both clicked it. Yep. Yeah. And then TJ was excited. Uh, we were talking about the mayor, the mayor ball. He said, uh, holy poop. I said the same thing to my wife about mayor and two feet higher. Yeah. <laughs> it was where it needed to be from a where right. on the field it was, it just needed to be higher. And that's those are the plays that 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 Jet, when you got a kid like that, and that, like Everett was great at that in 2012 yeah. with with Ifram. He just said, "Okay, my guy's six six with long arms. I'm I'm going to put it out there. And no one's going to have a shot at it." So, right. Um, those that, to me, that was the two big misses by Jack tonight, where he could have had some big big plays. So again, there's still that's the thing though, Vince. There's a lot this line has to improve. But Avery Davis tonight, Avery's been so good this year, and he had some cu- couple really nice plays in the past. His blocking tonight was terrible. Right, that's the kind of thing you're just not going to see from Avery very often. It just he had a bad game in that regards, but then he made up for it with some clutch plays in the third and third down. Uh, we finally got to see, hey, guess what? When freshmen have to play because of injuries, yeah, and right. you throw them the ball, they can make plays. <laughs> Imagine that. Dion made a great job going down on that third down to make that catch. He did, uh, and then Los great Los adjustment. Lorenzo Styles did a great job tonight. I mean, just I mean, because the the long screen it was an RPO. They were running. I think they were running a counter to the right. Jack read it, pulled it, got it out to low. Great perimeter blocking, and then Lorenzo just took it right up the sideline. Just, just man, it, it. one man to beat too. I mean, the yeah. kid took took a good angle. Obviously, it's not Lorenzo Styles' fault. The kid took a good angle. Good angles can defeat speed. Um, but it, if that guy didn't take that angle, he's to the house. I mean, yeah. that was it was a great yeah. play. I loved it. Yeah, I, I thought he performed well. So it, again, it was just there was nobody in the pass game that just played great. There was nobody in the pass game that just like took the game over. Oh wow, look what that guy did! But everybody got involved, and that's the thing that I I liked about this performance, Vince. I'm, I'm trying to pull up the stats here to kind of see uh, to, to go over it, but like that was the thing for me that that I liked is. It just, I mean, Kyron had six catches for like 40-some yards. Again, not a huge 42. night, but, but clutch. He had a couple really nice plays on screens. It converts the third and long. Mayer went five for 54. Austin was four for 39. Styles three for 57. Avery Davis had two. Deion Colsey had two. Uh, Braden Lindsey had the 14-yard jet sweep. I just... I thought it all around was just a, a good a good performance from the receivers outside of five plays. That's what I felt. Yeah, that's felt fair. The two plays by Austin, the two missed blocks by Avery, and there, I'm trying to remember there's one other play that it was like I didn't think a receiver ran a great route, but outside okay. of five plays, I thought they did go to played go football. They just they just got to clean up because those mistakes are big. Yeah. That's the thing. They got to clean that up. But but again, but it was it, it wasn't a lack of effort tonight. And and I feel like as a coach, Vince, I can work on the technical stuff if you're at least willing sure. to battle and compete. 
And like Kevin tonight, Kevin made two big mistakes, but his his compete wasn't. It wasn't like the this was different than the Purdue game. Like his technical game hurt him on those two back shoulders. But then he comes right back, and he has that huge drop. I mean, first drive of the game, right? (sighs) Kevin has two huge drops, and he could have easily gone to the tank like he did against Purdue or Cincinnati, but he didn't. He still caught four balls, and he had, what, two third-down conversions. Mm -hmm. He blocked well. That's part of the maturation process. You can say, hey, look, Kevin, man, you got to make that play. You had three opportunities to make big plays. You got to do this, but, hey, there's some stuff to build on. Let's clean this stuff up, right? and you got to get better here. Uh, because he he's got too much talent not to make those plays, and we because we've seen him make them. He's just got to start doing it on Saturday, Vince. Any yeah. other thoughts on the wide receivers from you? Not necessarily from the wide receivers. I love that they spread it out. I mean, you had seven guys catch balls, mm-hmm. um, which that, that that's fantastic. Well, uh, and, and, and you got to think about who you you don't you you really don't have anybody else at receiver running back to catch a ball. Yeah, the, the only touch. other. If, if Chris Tyree played, it would have been eight. You know right. what I mean? Because he would have caught right. a ball. Um, but other than that, I mean, I, I spread the ball around. I loved it. Um, I, I thought the creativity was good, getting guys involved. I thought I thought that they, they actually used RPOs more oh, tonight man. than they have all season. Since Florida um, State. And it was yeah. effective. So and I'm hoping kinds. to see them. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So and I'm like, hoping to see what, them build on that. What I meant by that is like one thing we've complained about is they just kind of run the same RPO over and over again. We saw the look screen RPOs. Some didn't work. You had a minus two yard loss to Braden Lindsay because of bad block by by Avery Davis. You had the quick outs of the outside guy, which we've seen all year. But then we had some some where they put Kevin Austin in the slot and he'd just run a little four yard out cut and just Jack would read it and hit him and then he catches right. it and turns it up. Uh, we saw uh, we saw that we saw RPOs to the back, you know, with the, with the you know the the other back coming out. It just was there was some there was some diversity, there was some creativity tonight. And uh, look, I, first half, I don't have a lot of complaints. Yeah, I really don't. I don't have a lot of complaints. Yeah. I, I was I thought it was a well called game by Tommy Reese. I feel like I in the too. second half, it was that was more of BK than it was Tommy. But I'll say this. My 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 final takeaway from the the offensive performance, Vince, is this: when USC scored to make it twenty four sixteen, I'm thinking, well, we're gonna find this out what kind of heart this team has. Yes, yeah, this is gonna be an interesting right? ending. Yeah, and, it was like eight and a half minutes left, I believe, when that yep, went down. Because I yep. remember looking at the clock uh, because my father in law texted Notre me. Dame he, took the ball back over at eight fifty one. Yeah, because he texts me, he goes onside kick. To win that. Yeah. He goes onside kick, and I said, "No, it's too early for that. Yeah. They don't need to onside kick. They can go down and try to get Notre Dame to a three and out, and then they got a chance to go down and, and tie the game." So, um, th- there was plenty of time for USC to make yep. a comeback, and the offense went eighty yards and scored a touchdown. Kyron right. had six carries for I think thirty-four yards. Right yeah. on the series, he had a nine-yard run to start, an eleven-yard run, a ten-yard run, drew a fent penalty. Kevin Austin, who had who had result, you know, had a role in the interception a couple series before, draws a fifth because he beat the guy inside, drew a fifteen yard penalty. Uh, you know, I just I, they never got the third down on the drive. I mean, they had they had two second downs. That's it. I mean, it was just a really efficient. It, there was no the longest play on that drive was eleven yard. Oh, the longest play on that drive was a fifteen yard penalty. 
Yeah. Right. But it was it was nine yards, six yards, two yards, penalty, eleven yards, two yards, penalty, two yards, <laughs> uh, ten yards, touchdown. Like that was a kind of like okay, let's let's show what kind of. Yeah, I can't say that now because I don't know who's listening. But that's kind of like let's <laughs> let's see what kind of let's see what kind yeah. of heart you got. Let's right. see what kind there of you pride go. you got. Because I thought that the game plan in the second half took them out. There was no urgency in the second half. It was like, hey, we got a lead. Let's. And it's hard, Vince, to turn that sucker back on, right? I mean, it, it's hard when you take the when you take your foot off the gas. It's hard to rev it back up. But boy, they came out that next series and just went right down the field, and that that was impressive to me. It re, it really was. It really was impressive to see that. So overall, I'm I'm, I'm pleased with what we saw from the offense. Still got to clean up the penalties. Got to eliminate those those missed opportunities. Way too many missed opportunities tonight. You got to clean up. But again, I guess I'm probably more positive on it than I should be because of how many missed opportunities there were. But I just feel like in a lot of ways this was a this was a good step in the right direction for this offense. That's that's Agreed. how I felt about it. Yeah. No, I I agree with you, and it, I just want to uh, address some of the stuff in the in the chat right now. Don't worry about the polls, guys. Get a good night's sleep. It yeah. doesn't matter what the polls yeah. say tomorrow. Right. It doesn't matter. The poll that right. matters comes out in about a week. Okay, about a week right. and two days. That's the poll that matters. Don't worry about it. It doesn't it, look. The bottom line is, if Notre Dame goes eleven and one, they're in a New Year's Six bowl. Mm-hmm. Period. It doesn't matter. Everybody right. just take a breath and get a good night's sleep, and don't worry mm-hmm. about the projection on the polls. Okay, it doesn't mm-hmm. matter. And We've said it before. The college football playoff committee respects generally what Notre Dame does. Right. Okay. So worry about that poll because we'll have a show about that poll on that Tuesday that it comes out and we'll talk about it and we'll all be like, yeah, that's probably where Notre Dame belongs when that one comes out. So just everybody, it's okay. It's really okay. All right. Uh, and then we Brian, have a, a super chat yeah, before. Yep. Yeah. Okay, Brian Madsen perfect. says, I think, and first of all, anyone that spells their name, Brian with a Y is <laughs> aces in my book. Uh, I think the second down play calling can be more aggressive. You know what, Brian, honestly, I'd have to go back and look. I'd have to go back and look at my notes to kind of see that I didn't, I didn't get that sense, but that doesn't mean it, you're not correct. It just means I didn't, I didn't notice it and I don't notice everything. But uh, yeah, it. Uh, I, I have to go back and look at that. That's an interesting take. That's an interesting take uh, to to go look at that. So it's a well called game. I do I too. Do. I like I said, I, I was impressed with the fact that they sat down, they listened to our podcast, they wrote down everything that we wanted them to do, and they did it. I mean, what more could you ask for? I appreciate mm-hmm. that. So mm-hmm. it was good. No, but it was good. They they used the buy effectively offensively, and and that made me. I was so happy. I was sitting up in the press box, kind of like a proud dad. I was like, "Yeah, okay, okay, yeah. this is good." Okay, like, okay, yeah. Been calling for that. Thank you. Been calling for that. <laughs> was, Thank you. Hey, just sweet, fourteen yards. All right, cool. Right. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Right. So I was happy. I, I really was. I really was happy. So yeah. So before we go into the defense, Vince, we have a super chat mm-hmm. from Connor Patton. What do you think about the idea of a bowl game <laughs> against Michigan? We've talked. Haven't we talked about this one a little bit? Right, right Maybe, now I'm know. still focused on Notre Dame getting ready for North Carolina. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would, I would love to see Notre Dame play Michigan in a bowl game. Would love it because I think they would. I, if, if it's as long as it's if Notre Dame plays their game, they will smoke Michigan. But we, we still, there's a lot of football left for us to see uh, <laughs> whether or not they will actually do that or not. 
whether they right. or not they will get to that level. Correct. So, Agreed. Yeah, that. Uh, let's just see. Let's just see what they do next week before we before we start talking about what no they doubt. Would do in a bowl game against somebody. They, I want to see there's... what they do against North Carolina. I want to see what they do against absolutely. Against, uh, Virginia. I want to see what they do in, in those kind of games. Well, frankly, first. I want to see what Michigan does against some decent teams too. Um, mm-hmm. And and look, there's going to be carnage in the Big Ten over the next few weeks, which is going to be fun to watch. Um, I'm kind right. of excited. I get to watch a little bit of football next week because again, we have another <laughs> I, night game. I can't wait for Monday's show. How does Penn State lose to Illinois? But we're not going to go there. We're yeah, not going to well, go there. Nine overtimes. That's how. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.